Hallelujah. Praise God. You may be seated. So as uh, Pastor Joji said, we are so happy to have all of you here. Welcome. And uh, our pastor is in Nagaland. Amen. Let's just have a word of prayer. Pray for him also. Father, we thank you for the, all that you have in store for the church today. Lord Jesus, our precious chief shepherd, you are the one who's building your church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Therefore, we thank you, Lord, for feeding your flock, hallelujah, with a good word and strengthening us by your spirit. Believe, receive utterance for us and, and for our pastor in Nagaland, Lord, thank you for using him mightily, Father. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise that the church there, as well as we here, will be strengthened, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hope you all got the dates for Christmas Eve service. You got it? It's 24th evening, not on 25th. So don't come here on Christmas Day, 24th evening, okay? And 26th, the teens meeting and waiting on the Lord meeting. When is it? 29, 30, 31st. No service on the 1st, okay? And 10, 30 a.m. onwards. And waiting on the Lord meetings are basically believer meetings. As the word indicates, we are going to be waiting on the Lord. Okay? So I would encourage us, you see, um, this month, if you had uh, joined us, the fasting and prayer, this messages, be listening. Uh, you know, and Christmas is coming. I know you'll be busy shopping and this and that. But take some time. Listen to the message of fasting and prayer. Prepare yourselves before you come for the waiting on the Lord meetings. Okay? Because... Once we build ourselves up, we'll be more in tune to hear what the Lord is going to speak to us. Hallelujah. If you read the book of Acts, you know, the church came together. You saw the ministry gifts there. They ministered to the Lord. They fasted. They prayed. And then the Holy Ghost spoke. Okay. So when we come together, don't just waltz in, you know, okay. You will feel bored. You will feel bored. But if you prepare yourselves... What happens, you'll be easily, you'll hook up in the spirit. You won't feel bored. When you come here and you see us praying in tongues, you'll won't be wondering, what are they just going on praying in tongues? It's a believer's meeting. Okay? So if we don't, you know, encourage the church to pray in tongues now, anytime Jesus is coming, right? And once we are out there in heaven, there's no more tongues. It's for us in this dispensation. So I encourage us, listen to those meetings Fasting and prayer, Wednesday Bible study, and prepare yourself. Hallelujah. Talking about fasting and prayer, I hope you had a good time. Did you have a nice time? Yes, hallelujah. Let me put on my phone, the light, make it brighter. Okay, let me just touch on one or two things from the fasting and prayer. Remember in Luke 16, 28, we don't have to turn there. Remember pastor talked about the rich man in hell? He did not want his five brothers to come join him in hell. So in hell, he did not want them to join him, right? So we saw during the fasting and prayer time that there is a family in hell and they do not want their family members to come to hell. Okay, that's for unbelievers. On the other side of the coin, we also saw in Ephesians 3, 14 and 15, we don't have to turn there. Okay, this is just nuggets from the fasting and prayer. Okay, he said, I bow my knees, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 
Father. He's our Father of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. So we, believers, we also have a family in heaven. We are family in heaven and you guys, we are all the family on the earth. Not only the family according to the flesh, but we are one family in the spirit. Okay? So, the family in hell, he does not want his unsaved brothers to go to hell. Okay? But our family in heaven, they already know we are going to heaven. So, it's not, they are not like saying, oh, please send someone to my family here so that they will come. No, they already know we are coming, but there is something else they are doing. And we saw that in Hebrews 12. Let's go to Hebrews 12 verses 1 to 3. We will be reading in Canada also, but those are just some summary of what we have already gone through. Hebrews 12, okay? It says here, Wherefore, seeing, we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin, every weight and the sin, which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Can we read that in Canada, please? Hebrews 12, verse 1 to 3. Nambike Yendarenu, Sakshi Adarinda, Navu, Avarantirabeko, Naman Mundirova, Guriano, Mutalo, Vodabeko, Matu Nama Pratna, no Nilisabardo, Namano Tadeva, Yella Vishagalano, Nama Jivita Dinda, Tegudu Hakabeko, Namano Sulubavagi Hidukulova, Papa Dinda, Bidisikolabeko, Navu Yavaglu, Yesu, no Madariagi, Tukondirabeko, Namanambikiano, Hutisuano, Puraisuano, Athane, Athano Tana Munda Itida, Santosha Koskara, Aumanavano, Alaksha Madi, Shilubia Maranavano, Saisi Kondano, Iga, Athuna Deva, Simhasana, the Balabaga, the Kuriti Dane, Yesuanu Kurito, Yochisiri, Papa Puritavada, Janaro, Athana Virudavage, Ketadano, Maduaga, Athano, Talme in the Idano, Ade Riti, Niu Talme in the Rebeco, Mato, Deira in the Rebeco. Praise God. Can we please press the timer? Otherwise, I may just go on and you'll be sitting here till four o'clock. I wouldn't know. Okay, you saw these verses on Wednesday, right? Bible study. How many of you all tuned in? Don't lift your hand. Okay, so please, you know, it's like what I notice is in a particular month, the Lord leads us in a particular direction. You know, like it starts out fasting and prayer and it just continues on. It's like he wants to emphasize something for that month, for us to build upon the truth. Hallelujah, we take the truth. And we build upon the foundation, we build upon, we build upon. Hallelujah. So we see we have a family in heaven. They are in the grandstand, like a stadium. They are around, they're sitting around and they're seeing us running this marathon. We saw pastor said it's not a hundred meter dash, it's a marathon, it's a long run. And we, it's the endurance, all right? Faith, patient, endurance. So there is this family in heaven 
which we have seen in the earlier chapter chapter 11 right they are there the roll call of faith we have seen that so this family in heaven they are cheering us right what are they cheering us about to fulfill the race that is set before us and in order for us to run this race there's two things that's disturbing us one is called weights and one is called sin see most of us we we are thinking to ourselves but i'm not in sin because we are not in blatant sin most of us right so you're thinking okay i'm not in sin so okay i'm okay i'm, I'm all right but okay weights imagine you're running and you're wearing a small anklet that may be okay but imagine you're running with a huge chain tight to your legs that's going to slow down the race see hebrews 11 our family there they all obtain a good report we saw that all of them they were not perfect they had big mess big mess but it says that they all obtain their good report so they are not talking about you know obtaining a good report in chapter 12 because through faith and patience you will inherit the promise you see you can be out of the will of god and be prosperous all you need faith in his word jesus has already blessed us with all spiritual blessing in the heavenly places you take his promises you work with the promises of god with faith and patience you'll get it you can be even you know be blessed and not in a godly way okay So you saw that Abraham missed it. We have seen all their mess ups. We have seen Jonah, he disobeyed the call of God. He took his, you know, a ship to Tarsus and then disobeyed God and then repented. He was in the whale, he gave thanks, repented and then he came back. We saw how Samson went after the woman Delilah. He messed up the call of God in his life. Finally, you know, after all the mess We also saw he committed suicide. So his name all these people's names are there. They messed up. So what are they encouraging us? Yes, you will receive your promises through faith and patience. But we want you to know there is a weight, hindrance, distraction and there's a sin that will hinder your run. Imagine like on Wednesday pastor said imagine if you had a chance to go back to high school what would you tell yourself what are the choices you would make you would probably do something differently okay all right we got born again all things are passed away that's over if right now you can go back to the day that you're born again what would you tell yourself hey guy you're born again you're fine in your spirit but the choices that you're going to make is going to affect your 2020 what would you tell yourself imagine just imagine you are transported in you know into heaven you already in heaven right now that's it that's it what would you have you know and you had a chance to come back to the earth back to this day december 13 2020 what would you tell yourself Will you say I'm not in blatant sin but there's something that you know this family is trying to tell us these two things are hindering our race We saw on Wednesday Ephesians you know uh, Ephesians 2:10 we are created in Christ Jesus unto good works 
we saw that each one of us there's a specific plan specific plan specific race that is set for us right when we don't do that purpose hallelujah we have seen earlier he who knows to do good and doesn't do it it is a sin unto them it doesn't have to be you know only adultery fornication uncleanness stealing killing all that things when we are not you know doing what we are created for that's actually a sin sin that is hindering us from running the race i'll give you an example this is a nice speaker right what is the purpose for the speaker it is to amplify the sound for whoever's listening it is actually not a table stand for rudolph here okay though it looks pretty but it's actually not its purpose so there may be things in your life that may look pretty but may be stopping you from your actual purpose just because it looks pretty you may think it's not sin you may think nothing is wrong it's just fine but that is actually hindering you from completing your actual purpose created by god that is why it's so important as a church we encourage us to be praying the epistle prayers hallelujah so that we can complete our full potential in christ the purpose he created us for amen sometimes we pray here together as a church we encourage the prayer pockets they pray the praise and worship team when we get together we pray but take it for yourselves every single day that your eyes be open that you know him intimately first of all to know him intimately your eyes be open that you know why he has called you why he has created you what is the purpose of your calling lord why did you call me why did you create me why did you choose me this earthen vessel and you deposited your treasure in me your glorious inheritance in me hallelujah and the power that works towards me as i believe this power enables me to walk the purpose to which you have created me no matter what to carry up the cross for me for my life hallelujah and he raised us along with him we are seated with him in the heavenly places far above we are just as he is right now the way he is right now glorify we are in our spirits we are just like that amen and then you pray i mean i tell you you will start your life will be catapulted to the right course right direction amen otherwise not everything that glitters is gold you've heard that so not everything that looks all you know chamcha and pretty does not mean that you're on the right path as a church pray those prayers take it for yourselves you know many at times you know what we observe in our church here many of us know the word we know the word so well we can quote but many of us may not be doing what we know if you're honest with yourself how many of you pray the epistle prayers for yourselves every day not many but the moment the epistle prayers you know okay this 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 but unless we take it and apply to ourselves hallelujah our race we are not running the race as we ought to amen looking unto jesus we saw that is talking about the humanity of jesus the man christ jesus so that we won't be weary in our mind we won't faint because when we are here on this earth 
we are walking on this earth we are going to get wearied we're going to get distracted the devil and the flesh will give you project after project after project after project to distract us you have to take your dogs to the vet you have to do this you have to do that everything seems to draw on you draw on you and through it all passes are saying run the race we are compassed by this witnesses run your race like what race i am so busy online classes for my kids yeah it's part of the race it is part of the plan of god you're not to dump the kids somewhere hallelujah but we need his strength we need his wisdom how to do it by the grace of god by the strength of god seeking him first not neglecting those prayers the purpose he has created us for hallelujah so we see that we can be wearied in your mind praise god the same devil you must understand the trick of the devil he's the same guy in daniel 7:25 i mean we don't have to turn there he's the same guy who who wearies the saints even though daniel specifically talking about the tribulation saints what i'm saying is the same old devil with the same old trick he's there to just tire you down to make you faint in your mind that you are so tired that you are not able to even pray those prayers for yourself you're so busy and you're missing the mark i want you to always remember this it may be looking pretty but you are not serving the actual purpose you're created for so remember those markers okay not just any blatant sin is sin if we don't fulfill what he has created us for there is hindrance and as well as sins praise god we're going to look deep into these things and remember the question pastor asked us last week the preacher who did not repent okay yeah we'll go to that also praise god let's turn to second peter chapter 2 and verse 9 hallelujah lord you are so good holy ghost praise you praise you praise you praise you hallelujah second peter 27 see here yeah and delivered just lot vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked for that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds the lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished can we uh, hear that in kannada please verse 7 to 9 adre devaru aa pattanagalinda lotanannu rakshisidanu lotanannu neethivantanagiddanu dushta janara ketta nadateyinda avanu dukkagondiddanu lotanannu neethivantananagi adre avanu prathidinavu aa dushta janara madhya jeevisuttiddanu ketta karyagalannu nodi mattu keli avana olle hrudayavu vedanege ulagagittu haudu ಪ್ರಭುವಾದ ದೇವರು ತನ್ನ ಭಕ್ತರನ್ನು ತೊಂದರೆಗಳಿಂದ ಯಾವಾಗಲೂ ರಕ್ಷಿಸುತ್ತಾನೆ ಆತನು ದುಷ್ಟ ಜನರನ್ನು ನ್ಯಾಯ ತೀರ್ಪ ನ್ಯಾಯ ತೀರ್ಪಿನ ದಿನ ಬರುವ ತನಕ ದಂಡಿಸುತ್ತಾನೆ and the word vexed in the same uh, verse 
Vexed is also the same meaning, similar meaning. He got very faint, wearied in his mind. Okay, he was harassed, he was oppressed. By what? The filthy conversation of the wicked. If Lot was harassed with the conversation of the wicked at that time, how much more the believers in this time, the last days? If you are not vexed, probably one thing is that your conscience could be seared. You have been desensitized by your surroundings. You may think what is okay is fine. It should bug you. What's going on should pain us. Hallelujah. We can, you know, it should bug us, but let's not faint. Let's keep our eyes on Jesus. That's why he said, keep your eyes on Jesus. He's coming back, okay? And guess what? Verse 9 said, the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations. We saw Lord was delivered and reserved the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. Amen. Let's go to Genesis 13, 13. We're going to briefly look at Lot. Genesis 13, 13 says, okay. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. Can we hear that in Canada, please? Okay, they were wicked sinners, right? You, you know what, what was going on? There was homosexuality, there was all kinds of wickedness. All kinds of wickedness. And right now, in this world, its worst is going on. You must know that those things are wicked. Wickedness in the eyes of God. Don't succumb to that. I know believers who are, who have, uh, who are in homosexuality. Meanwhile, that's not their identity. They are a child of God. The righteousness of God in Christ Jesus in the spirit man. But they've allowed the world to enter their head so much and accept that as their identity. Believers. Okay, so you must be careful not to allow that to come into your head, whatever wickedness is out there. Initially, when you do something wrong, okay, let me, let me ask you straight. The first time you didn't show up in church, you felt a bit, ah, man, I didn't come to church. But as you continue that, you either will get angry with the pastor or you'll shift blame. You'll say, oh, this pastor always expects us, always telling, don't neglect your assembling. Your conscience is getting seared like the hot iron. You are taking the norms of the world to become your normal attitude. You have to be careful about these things, hindrances, chains. Hallelujah. Let's go to Genesis 19 and verse 8. See, under pressure, you saw that Lot was just, righteous under the old covenant, right? But see, under pressure, how did he react? Genesis 19 verse 8. Behold, now I have two daughters which have not known men. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing, for therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. Can we hear that in Canada, please? <laughs> Okay, 
praise god we saw in peter that lot was called just he was righteous under the old covenant and we also saw very clearly that he was delivered out of sodom and gomorrah he, he was delivered but under pressure just before he got out under pressure what did he say he was willing to sacrifice his daughters was that a righteous act no no he was willing to sacrifice his daughters to be raped by those homosexuals out there did he have time to repent he didn't even think about it he didn't even think it was wrong but he was delivered okay think about that you can be righteous you can be just but you can allow the things that is going on in bangalore you have to identify the chains you have to identify what are the hindrances in bangalore what are the things time work huh i see in bangalore a lot of lasciviousness trying to take it easy you see god is not against us enjoying we have seen it he is the god who gives us richly all things to enjoy but what is it that we have to be careful of being pleasures more than the pleasure of god hallelujah pleasures all the pleasures i mean you have to keep god number 1 you have to keep focus okay why am i here i came from my father we have seen pastor has been teaching us from before time began we were in the bosom of our father in the thoughts of our father our father knitted us in our mother's womb for a specific plan and purpose last sunday we saw jesus your lord you see our lord he has created us for a specific purpose and he's telling us to run the race without you know sin and hindrances you have to guard those things so here what are the things that trying to pull you away from god that you have to identify in your life because in my life it may be something else in your life it could be something else don't be deceived check out those markers hallelujah because if you allow that even though you're righteous in your spirit under pressure you can react like the world your response will be carnal like the way lot was willing to sacrifice his daughters hallelujah praise god thank you jesus let's go to 1 thessalonians 4:16 we will be answering our questions whether who is going to be taken out of here and all that okay 1 Thessalonians 4:16 and 17 for the lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of god and the dead in christ shall rise first then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the lord can we hear that in canada please prabhu taane paralokadinda ilidu baruvanu aga pradana devadutanu devara tuttid tuturid dhvaniyodane agnya gosha maduvanu koodale kristanalliruvaru sattavaru modalu eddu baruvaru anantara innu jeevadindiruvaru jeevadindu ulidavaru naave ಸತ್ತವರೊಡನೆ ಒಂದು ಕೂಡಿರುವ ಬರೆಯುವವರು ಪ್ರಭುವನ್ನು ಅಂತರಿಕ್ಷದಲ್ಲಿ ಎದುರುಗೊಳ್ಳುವ ನಾವು ಮೇಘಗಳ ನಡುವೆ ಎತ್ತಲ್ಪಡುವುದು 
ಹೀಗೆ ನಾವು ಯಾವಾಗಲೂ ಪ್ರಭುವಿನೊಂದಿಗೆ ಇರುತ್ತೇವೆ pay attention okay pay, i know every second your mind wants to go somewhere else identify the culprit your mind grab him say focus in jesus name hallelujah it's very important to tune in praise god see this is the famous rapture scripture right and here in verse 17 the word then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together we have seen earlier the word caught up is in the greek is harpazo okay which means forcefully plucked out forcefully rescued okay forcefully rescued for example imagine a full speed train is coming and your child is on the track on the railway track and there's a full speed train is coming what would you do you will forcefully grab your child from the track won't you won't you imagine if your child just you know lied and stole and he's on the track will you say oh you didn't repent you are going to let the train hit you will you do that you as a parent won't do that the bible always compares our father as how much more how much more if you as a parent love your son even if it's a you know a grown up son and he was rude to you even he stole he was in drugs but he standing on the track and you love your son so much you would still rescue your son you won't let him die you're right there you'll grab him hallelujah forcefully rescue that's harpazo forcefully so whether you are sinned or not you are going to make it in the rapture you need to secure your heart to that don't be under condemnation but your race what you're created for that you would not have accomplished hallelujah praise god go to romans 5 romans 5 verse 8 to 10 all right but god commanded his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners christ died for us much more than being now justified by his blood we shall be saved we shall be saved from wrath through him for if when we were enemies we were reconciled to god by the death of his Jesus. Hallelujah. We'll read those verses again. Mike has to come in line. You have to serve your purpose. Verse 8, we'll read it again. But God commanded his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him for if when we were enemies we were reconciled to god by the death of his son much more being reconciled 
we shall be saved by his life can you read that in kannada please aadre naavu innu paapigalagiddale kristanu namagoskara prana kottanu devarige namma meliruva mahapreetiyannu iddu vyaktipadisidenu naavu kristana raktada moolakavage neethivantaragiddeve aadudrinda aatana moolaka devara koopadinda kanditavagi tappisikolluteve andre naavu devara shatrugalagiddale devaru thanna magana marana moolakavagi ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ತನ್ನ ಸ್ನೇಹಿತರನ್ನಾಗಿ ಮಾಡಿಕೊಂಡಿದ್ದಾನೆ ಈಗ ನಾವು ದೇವರ ಸ್ನೇಹಿತರಾಗಿರುವುದರಿಂದ ದೇವರು ತನ್ನ ಮಗನ ಪ್ರಾಣದ ಮೂಲಕ ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ರಕ್ಷಿಸುವುದು ಮತ್ತಷ್ಟು ನಿಶ್ಚಯವಾಗಿದೆ we are saved we were reconciled to the father by the death of his son how much more by his life we are delivered from the wrath that is to come he is ever living to intercede for us praise god let's look at another verse 1 thessalonians 1:10 we need to be very very sure that nobody can cheat you with guilt and condemnation and put fear in you into you saying that you won't make it no first thessalonians 1:10 and to wait for his son from heaven whom he raised from the dead even jesus which delivered us from the wrath to come canada please devukumarana parlokada parlokadinda baruvudannu idiri nodidavaga neevu hage maadiddiri ದೇವರೇ ಆ ಕುಮಾರನನ್ನು ಸತ್ತರೊಳಗಿಂದ ಜೀವಂತವಾಗಿ ಮೇಲಕ್ಕೆಬ್ಬಿಸಿದನು ಆತನೇ ಯೇಸು ಮುಂದೆ ಬರುವ ದೇವರ ಕೋಪದ ತೀರ್ಪಿನಿಂದ ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ರಕ್ಷಿಸುವನು ಆತನೇ ಸೊ ವಿ ಸಿ ದಟ್ ಇನ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ತೆಸ್ಲೋನಿಸ್ ಒನ್ ಟೆನ್ ಡೆಲಿವರ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ರೆಡಿ ಎ ಸೆಟಲ್ಡ್ ಮ್ಯಾಟರ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಡೆಲಿವರ್ ಇಸ್ ಡೆಲಿವರ್ಡ್ ಅಸ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ರಾಟ್ ಟು ಕಮ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಸೀಲ್ಡ್ ಸೆಟಲ್ಡ್ ಅವರ್ ಸಲ್ವೇಷನ್ ಇಸ್ ಸೆಟಲ್ಡ್ ಓಕೆ ನೋಬಡಿ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಚೀಟ್ ಅಸ್ ರೈಟ್ now i know you have this question what about the preacher what about the preacher last week pastor asked that question this preacher said you know he sinned and sinned and sinned that he could not repent anymore and then suddenly he felt a presence come upon him usually that's the type of presence tangible presence he feel when he's going to preach so he felt that kind of presence and he heard a voice when i come to rapture the church you will be left behind and some said some said and some said we'll look at that all right we are like yeah we are fine we are not you know on that level but what about the person who is on that level praise god hallelujah let's go for it praise the lord 1 john 5:16 1 John 5:16 If any man see his brother sin a sin which is not unto death he shall ask and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death there is a sin unto death i do not say that you shall pray for it can we read that in kannada please kristanalli sahodaranagali athava sahodiyaralagali ಪಾಪ ಮಾಡುವುದನ್ನು ನಿತ್ಯ ಮರಣಕ್ಕೆ ನಡೆಸುವ ಪಾಪವನ್ನಲ್ಲ ಕಂಡ ವ್ಯಕ್ತಿಯು ತನ್ನ ಈ ಸಹೋದರನಾಗಿ 
ಅಥವಾ ಸಹೋದರಿಯರಿಗಾಗಿ ಪ್ರಾರ್ಥಿಸಬೇಕು ಆಗ ದೇವರು ಆ ಸಹೋದರನಿಗೆ ಅಥವಾ ಸಹೋದರಿಯರಿಗೆ ಜೀವವನ್ನು ದಯಪಾಲಿಸುತ್ತಾನೆ ಶಾಶ್ವತವಾದ ಮರಣದ ಕಡೆಗೆ ನಡೆಸುತ್ತಿರುವಾಗ ಪಾಪವನ್ನು ಮಾಡುವವರು ಬಗ್ಗೆ ನಾವು ಹೇಳುತ್ತೇನೆಂದರೆ ಮರಣದ ಕಡೆಗೆ ನಡೆಸುವ ಪಾಪವಿದೆ ಆ ಪಾಪ ಮಾಡುವವರಿಗಾಗಿ ಪ್ರಾರ್ಥಿಸಬೇಕೆಂದು ನಾನು ಹೇಳುತ್ತಿಲ್ಲ So the side that says sin not unto death if you see a brother sin a sin that is not deadly you can pray for him ask for life and he will get life okay but this category sin unto death one could be physical death another one is complete separation of the life of god spiritual death physical death okay that sin is usually is a practice of sin that brother is practicing he is constantly practicing in that sin without repenting we will look at that because we see that the proof in 1 corinthians 5 he is in practice of sin okay which leads to when you operate under the law of sin it leads to death because we have seen there are two laws in operation all right there are many laws but there are these two laws one is the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus set us free from the law of sin and death so in the mortal flesh there is another law in operation law of sin that leads unto death if this person continually practicing sin and does not repent he is allowing that law of sin which will lead him to death that's physical death now the second one is sin unto death as in spiritual death listen carefully okay are you listening carefully praise god yeah let's look at matthew chapter 12 what is this particular sin matthew 12 verse 31 and 32 matthew 12 verse 31 and 32 jesus is talking here wherefore I say unto you all manner of sin say all manner of sin that means all manner of sin that you you know it's out there blatant sin sin that you omitted to do good all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men but the blasphemy against the holy ghost shall not be forgiven unto men and whosoever speaks a word against the son of man it shall be forgiven him but whosoever speaks against the holy ghost it shall not be forgiven him neither in this world neither in the world to come can we read that in kannada please adarinda nanu nimage heluvudene andre janarannu maduva pratiyondu paapakku heluva ಪ್ರತಿಯೊಂದು ದೂಷಣೆ ಮಾತಿಗೂ ಕ್ಷಮಾಪಣೆ ಉಂಟು ಆದರೆ ಪವಿತ್ರಾತ್ಮನ ಪವಿತ್ರಾತ್ಮನಿಗೆ ದೂಷಣೆ ಕ್ಷಮಾಪಣೆ ಇಲ್ಲವೇ ಮನುಷ್ಯ ಮನುಷ್ಯ ಕುಮಾರನಿಗೆ ವಿರೋಧವಾಗಿ ಮಾತನಾಡಿದರೂ ಅದಕ್ಕೆ ಕ್ಷಮಾಪಣೆ ಉಂಟು ಆದರೆ ಪವಿತ್ರಾತ್ಮನಿಗೆ ವಿರೋಧವಾಗಿ ಮಾತನಾಡಿದರೆ ಅದಕ್ಕೆ ಕ್ಷಮಾಪಣೆಯು ಇಹದಲಾಗಲಿ ಪರ ಪರ ಪರದಲ್ಲಾಗಲಿ ಇಲ್ಲವೇ ಇಲ್ಲ ಹಾಲೆಲುಯಾ 
all other sin all manner of sin will be can be forgiven except this unpardonable sin sin against the holy spirit blasphemy against the holy ghost and we have seen in hebrews 6 which category of people can commit this sin you know usually baby christians they are so you know in their feelings i recently even i saw someone you know i was just observing them talking about the way they talk to god and they say you know oh today i don't want you i don't like you go that's the way that they're baby christians i mean come on and suddenly if someone preaches to them unpardonable sin finish you're eternally dead come on how many of you know your kid sometimes gets angry with you and say go i don't want to talk to you go i don't want you i don't love you as parent you have experienced that and after some time they repent so come on you know we need to have some godly sense who can commit it we have seen earlier in hebrews 6 and we'll read that again hebrews chapter 6 all right this is end of the year revision yeah the year is coming to an end and you have all kinds of tests out there so you need to be strong your soul has to be strong anchored in the word of god so that we can run this race properly all right so let's see who can commit this sin hebrews 6 verse 4 onwards for it is impossible for those who are once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the holy ghost and have tasted the good word of god and the powers of the world to come if they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance seeing they crucify to themselves the son of god afresh and put him to an open shame can you read that in kannada please kristana margavannu janaru bittu hoda nantra neevu avara jeevanavannu matte parivartisalu sadhyave nanu satyavannu tilidukondu janarannu kurithu maatadittene avaru janara avaru devara varagalannu padidukondu paritratmanalli paalugararagiddare devaru helida sangathigalannu avaru kelidavaru ದೇವರ ಹೊಸ ಲೋಕದ ಮಹಾಶಕ್ತಿಗಳನ್ನು ನೋಡಿದವರು ಆಗಿದ್ದಾರೆ ಅವುಗಳೆಲ್ಲ ಉತ್ತಮವಾದಗಳು ಬಂದನ್ನು ಅವರು ಕುಳಿತುಕೊಂಡಿದ್ದಾರೆ ಆದರೂ ಅವರು ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನ ಮಾರ್ಗವನ್ನು ಬಿಟ್ಟು ಹೋದರೂ ಅವರು ಜೀವಿತವನ್ನು ಮತ್ತೆ ಪವಿತ್ರ ಪರಿವರ್ತಿಸಲು ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನ ಬಳಿಗೆ ಬರುಮಾಡಲು ಸಾಧ್ಯವಿಲ್ಲ ಏಕೆಂದರೆ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನು ಬಿಟ್ಟು ಅವರ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನನ್ನು ಮತ್ತೆ ಚಿಲುಗೆಗೇರಿಸಿ ಮೊಳೆಗಳನ್ನು ಹೊಡೆದಿರುವವರು ಜನರೆಲ್ಲರೂ munde kristanige avamana maduva hage irutade hallelujah did you get that it says here for it is impossible that's it for this person but who is this person verse 4 says those who were once enlightened okay so this is not just common knowledge they are believers and they have revelation they have understood they have they operating in the revelation knowledge they have tasted they have experience the ex- experience of the heavenly gift they pray in the holy ghost they have moving in the gifts of the spirit and were made partakers of the holy ghost they are in partnership with the holy spirit and have tasted the good word of god they are not novice 
they are not novice they are solidly grounded in god's word okay they are solidly grounded in god's word and powers of the world to come that means they are flowing in the miracles god is using them in the miracles miraculously the moment they come on the stage pop 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 out things are happening hallelujah hallelujah that means this person is not a kid in the lord he's not a baby in christ he's a mature person who knows the word who actually knows the word he knows this is right this is wrong he knows what the word says is flowing in that kind of power in that kind of demonstration of the spirit in the miraculous okay if they willfully willfully they make a choice i don't want jesus i don't want the holy spirit they curse the holy spirit if they willfully do that then that is the unpardonable sin okay sin unto death they themselves choose by willful choice separating their life from the life of god and choosing to spend the eternity in hell okay i don't know many of you would have heard the testimony of this woman who is a minister amen and she's like super anointed and when she comes things happen she's not a novice you know i'm just going to summarize that you know devil sat on her shoulder and said hey you when you sing it's so amazing so beautiful why don't you go sing for the world she knew it was the devil she rebuked the devil and the devil fled from her after some time again the same voice came and said hey you sound so amazing why are you wasting time in church you know and she rebuked and it went again after some time because the devil will choose an opportune season he'll come and come and come again a different season he did that with jesus don't you think he'll do that to any one of us okay he came again you are so beautiful you sing so beautiful you are so anointed the moment you come there things happen you're so anointed why don't you go you know sing for the world so she started entertaining that entertaining that that's where you know this testimony talks about the oppression she started entertaining that she was oppressed by the thoughts she is constantly started thinking about is true why am i wasting time here meanwhile she is not a baby christian she is a solid person and then as she entertained that thought she became obsessed by those thoughts first she was oppressed from outside and once she allowed those thoughts it came into her mind and she was obsessed by those thoughts that means she could not get rid of those thoughts she was like yeah i'm just wasting time here i'm not appreciated here if i go and give this talent to the world you know i'll get good money i'll be more appreciated she was obsessed and as she continued there on still she is not possessed by the devil okay she's still a child of god she went to the world started singing in the bar and all that she's oppressed now and she started sleeping around she just you know living in sin even in that condition even in that condition if she repented she could have come back but she continued that way her husband was the pastor he wanted to visit her talk to her she's like no and she started causing trouble for the church she would call her husband and harass him and say you know i will destroy the church i'll do this i'll do that she started threatening against god's work and finally she you know she came to a point i'm just summarizing it okay 
she came to a point willfully she cursed the holy spirit willfully she said i don't want this life of christianity i don't want then she was possessed because the holy ghost she doesn't want the holy spirit she pushed him out so she was possessed by the demon and that person died and went to hell it was shown in a vision to a prophet of god that's just an example okay but we have god's word a more sure word of prophecy right that's an example of what happened to someone out there but we have the more sure word of prophecy that said this person must be enlightened hallelujah you must be walking in that way in word in miracles in power in the gifts and if you willfully by choice not that you are tricked not that you faint you know in your faint mind you're like ah oh, i can't repent any more no not that you are faint you are exhausted you are tired you're beaten down by the devil you are you know trampled upon oh man i looked at the woman again and lusted after her how much you know enough is enough i can't repent anymore no 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 not that kind of thing because jesus said you know told the brother if you your brother did something wrong against you forgive him 70 times 7 right how much more even if you lusted after a man or a woman 100 times and you, you know you're like jesus mercy he will forgive he will how much more so that is not a sin unto death that that preacher talked about he just did not repent of his lustful unholy lifestyle okay he did not curse the holy spirit i don't know about his walk with god i don't know about obviously you know that he is not grounded in the word otherwise he won't even say such a thing he did not know the good word because we know that our salvation is sure even if we mess up we can see that lot messed up just before he delivered under the old covenant how much more in the covenant of promise he has already delivered us from the wrath to come you understand that be very certain about this so obviously in that testimony that preacher who said oh i felt the presence that said when the rapture comes and take my church you will be left behind that is not god that preacher did not know god's word as he ought to okay remember in corinthians they operated in all kinds of gifts so just because someone operates in the gifts of the spirit does not make them a mature believer you can't say oh but that church that pastor is majorly operating in gifts they can be carnal as the you know carnality itself how much carn- maximum carnality they can even walk in that praise god when you think about carnality what is the max that same preachers operating in the gift can even walk in that way hallelujah let's look at that let's look at first corinthians chapter 3 verse 1 1 Corinthians 3 verse 1 remember the corinthian church it said that they came behind in they lacked no gifts they operated in all kinds of the gifts of the spirit right but what did paul say to this church verse 1 says and i brethren could not speak to you as unto spiritual but as unto carnal even as unto babes in christ I have fed you with milk and not with meat for hitherto you were not able to bear it 
neither yet now are you able for you are yet carnal for whereas is among you envying and strife and divisions are you not carnal and walk as men can you read that in kannada please sahodara sahodriyare nanu aathmika janarondige maathaaduvante modalu nimmondige maathaadagalilla prapanchikaro kristanalli elekusugala agiruvudarinda maathaaduvante nanu nimmondige maathaadabekayittu ನಾನು ನಿಮಗೆ ಮಾಡಿದ ಉಪದೇಶವನ್ನು ಗಟ್ಟಿಯಾದ ಆಹಾರ ತೀರದ ತಿಂದದೆ ಹಾಲಿನಂತಿತ್ತು ಏಕೆಂದರೆ ಗಟ್ಟಿಯಾದ ಆಹಾರವನ್ನು ತೆಗೆದುಕೊಳ್ಳಲು ನಿಮ್ಮ ನಿಮ್ಮಲ್ಲಿ ಸಿದ್ಧರಾಗಿರಲಿಲ್ಲ ಈಗಲೂ ಸಹ ಗಟ್ಟಿಯಾದ ಆಹಾರವನ್ನು ತೆಗೆದುಕೊಳ್ಳಲು ನೀವು ಸಿದ್ಧರಾಗಲಿಲ್ಲ ನೀ ನೀವಿನ ಆತ್ಮಿಕರಾಗಲಿಲ್ಲ ನಿಮ್ಮ ನಡುವೆ ಹೊಟ್ಟೆ ಕಿಚ್ಚಿದೆ ವಾಗ್ವಾರವಿದೆ ಜಗಳವಿದೆ ನೀವು ಆತ್ಮೀಕರವೆಂಬುದನ್ನು ಇವು ಸೂಚಿ ಸೂಚಿತವಾಗಿದೆ ನೀವು ಲೋಕದ ಜನರಂತೆ ವರ್ತಿಸುತ್ತಿದ್ದೀರಿ take the solid word of god praise god now let's go to 1st corinthians 5 you know so paul's advice to the church you see you see 1st corinthians 13 that we encourage us to meditate every day that was his advice to them even though you speak in unknown tongues it'll just be clanging cymbal a loud noise if you don't walk in love go for the more excellent thing i'll show you a pursuit after love you have all these gifts operating but go after love hallelujah praise god now let's go to 1st corinthians 5:1 we'll going to look at sin unto physical death all right so we saw all manner of sin can be forgiven and if they don't continue in that don't practice that sin they you can ask your ask god for life and they'll be given life and then we saw this side sin unto death one we saw spiritual death a person has to be walking on that level all right now the next one going to see sin unto death physical death first corinthians 5 verse 1 it is reported commonly that there is fornication among you and such fornication as is not so much as named among the gentiles that one should have his father's wife and you are puffed up and have not rather mourned that he that has done this deed might be taken away from among you verse 4 in the name of our lord jesus christ when you are gathered together and my spirit with the power of the our lord jesus christ to deliver such a one unto satan for the destruction of the flesh that the spirit may be saved in the day of the lord jesus can we read uh, verse 1 2 4 and 5 please nimma madhyadalli laingika papavide endu janaru nijavagiyo helutiddare devarannu tilidilla janara naduveyo illadanta ketta bagya laingika papa agide nimmalli obbanu thanna tandeya patniyannu ittukondiddanendo janaru helutiddare aadre neevu nimma vishayadalli innu hechchala paduttiddiri ನೀವು ದುಃಖ ಭರಿತವಾಗಿರಬೇಕಿತ್ತು ಆ ಪಾಪ ಮಾಡಿದ ವ್ಯಕ್ತಿಯನ್ನು ನಿಮ್ಮ ಸಭೆಯಿಂದ ಹೊರಗೆ ಹಾಕಬೇಕಿತ್ತು 
ನಮ್ಮ ಪ್ರಭುವಾದ ಯೇಸುವಿನ ಹೆಸರಿನಲ್ಲಿ ಒಟ್ಟಾಗಿ ಸೇರಿ ಬನ್ನಿ ನಾವು ಆತ್ಮದಲ್ಲಿ ನಿಮ್ಮೊಂದಿಗಿರುವೆನು ನಮ್ಮ ಪ್ರಭುವಾದ ಯೇಸುವಿನ ಶಕ್ತಿಯು ನಿಮ್ಮೊಂದಿಗೆ ಇರುವವು ಆ ಮನುಷ್ಯನು ಪಾಪ ಸ್ವಭಾವ ನಾಶವಾಗುವುದಕ್ಕಾಗಿ ಅವನನ್ನು ಸೈತಾನಿಗೆ ಒಪ್ಪಿಸಿಕೊಡಿರಿ ಆಗ ಪ್ರಭುವಿನ ದಿನದಂದು ಅವನ ಜೀವತ್ವವನ್ನು ರಕ್ಷಣೆ ಹೊಂದಲು ಸಾಧ್ಯವಾಗುವುದು it was commonly done he was in practicing the sin and the church was also okay with it they have allowed they have been so desensitized by it okay and you see verse 2 they are puffed up and you are puffed up the whole church is like so what what's the big deal hallelujah so you see there was a common practice so such a one what happens body given to satan that the body is destroyed that the spirit is alive unto salvation he didn't say that guy went to hell no no so the only condition we saw where a person can go to hell as a believer is as a spiritually mature person okay knows the word of god pakka rooted grounded in god's word not shake shakeable not you know tossed here and there moving in such power gives miracles such a person will full choice such a person says no to the holy ghost such a person curses the holy spirit that is the unpardonable sin any other sin all manner of sin can be forgiven in fact in this situation in second corinthians apparently this man repented and paul says bring him back in So you see that this man didn't physically die either. Hallelujah. So even then mercy triumphs over judgment. How much mercy our father is. He's so merciful. Even in that situation, you know, if you repent, God is merciful. He knows, but in some cases he'll say it's better for this guy to come back. Because he knows that 2 weeks later he may fall back into the same problem. God knows. Hallelujah. what is revealed to us the word is for us what is not revealed to us that those secrets belong to the lord god knows why he says okay this guy if he continues this way that's it okay so this is the destruction of the flesh that the spirit may be saved spirit may be saved this guy was in fornication destruction of the flesh but the spirit is saved he is not missing heaven he is not missing heaven so in the earlier question that pastor asked that preacher who lusted after the woman he won't miss heaven only thing he'll be surprised what i made it okay praise god hallelujah is good to know and make it right let's look at romans 8 romans 8 and let's go down to verse 12 and 13 Romans 8:12 Therefore brethren we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh for if you live after the flesh you shall die but if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body you shall live can you read that in kannada please ಆದ್ದರಿಂದ ನನ್ನ ಸಹೋದರ ಸಹೋದರಿಯರೇ ನಾವು ನಮ್ಮ ಪಾಪಧ್ವನಿ ಸ್ವಭಾವ ಆಳ್ವಿಕೆಗೆ ಒಳಗಾಗಿರಬಾರದು ನಮ್ಮ ಪಾಪ ಸ್ವಭಾ
ಬಯಕೆಗಾನ ಅನುಸಾರವಾಗಿ ನಾವು ಜೀವಿಸಿಕೊಡಬೇಕು ನಿಮ್ಮ ಪಾಪ ಸ್ವಭಾವವು ಬಯಸುವ ಕೆಟ್ಟ ಕಾರ್ಯಗಳನ್ನು ಮಾಡುವುದಕ್ಕಾಗಿ ನೀವು ನಿಮ್ಮ ಜೀವಿತವನ್ನು ಉಪಯೋಗಿಸಿದರೆ ನೀವು ಆತ್ಮೀಕವಾಗಿ ಸಾಯುವಿರಿ ಆದರೆ ನೀವು ನಿಮ್ಮ ದೇಹದ ಮೂಲಕವಾಗಿ ಮಾಡುವ ಕೆಟ್ಟ ಕಾರ್ಯಗಳನ್ನು ಪವಿತ್ರಾತ್ಮನ ಸಹಾಯದಿಂದ ನಿಲ್ಲಿಸದಿದ್ದರೆ ಹೊಸ ಜೀವ ಹೊಸ ಜೀವಿತವನ್ನು ಹೊಂದಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವಿರಿ So first of all verse 12 says we we don't owe the flesh anything we don't owe him anything Jesus has come in the flesh paid the price for us redeemed us purchased us we don't owe him anything but he just wants to remind you again and again oh you used to do this come you can say i don't owe you that's why you can confidently say sin has no dominion over me I'm not under law I'm under his grace his grace is purchased purchased my liberty purchased my freedom and his grace teaches me to you know depart from lasciviousness lust of the world his grace is there take the grace that is how we mortify the deeds of the body through his spirit the spirit of grace hallelujah open your mouth the spirit of faith open your mouth the spirit of grace will in operation you can say like jesus says i love righteousness and i hate iniquity jesus was tempted at all points just as we are but he did not sin that is why in hebrew says look at jesus look unto jesus otherwise you can be faint in your mind what did jesus do what did jesus say take that jesus says i love righteousness and i hate iniquity take that meditate on that take that and that will rise up faith will come and you'll speak when you speak spirit of faith is coming forth and spirit of grace will be in operation and that is how you mortify the deeds of the body and if you don't mortify the deeds of the body through the holy spirit the spirit of grace and faith the law you will allow the law of sin to operate and that's how it ends up in death hallelujah praise god so it's very simple okay we are his children salvation is secure no doubt about that okay but how long we live on this earth that determines one not everybody dying young is because they are in sin no some of them they can be faint in their mind because constant bombardment we saw how in hebrews you can faint in your mind we saw in lot's case how he was harassed he fainted you saw in daniel 7 quickly briefly we saw how the devil comes to weary the saint some of them are so bombarded and harassed in their mind they are not able to stand and withstand the wiles of the devil they give up okay so don't just accuse if you see any believer who died young just don't assume you don't know what they are going through don't assume but this is one way that a believer may die at an early age and not fulfill the whole plan of god hallelujah praise god let's go to um, isaiah isaiah 43 verse 25 and 26 see all this is basically revision okay haven't we heard all this in this church before yes we have but then when the question comes you start doubting because you have to take the word take your soul and anchor in that word so that you're sure about it hallelujah isaiah 43 verse 25 and 26 i 
even I am he that blotted out thy transgressions for mine own sake and will not remember thy sins put me in remembrance let us plead together declare thou that thou mayest be justified can we hear 25 and 26 in kannada please nanagi nane nanagoskara ninna drohagalannu aalisi bidutte aalisi bidutene ninna paapagalannu nanna nenapir nenapirilavudilla nanage nanna paapagalannu nyapaka padisu navibbaru ninna aparada kurithu vaadisutteve ninna ninna sadharmavu uttaguvante ninna nyayavannu torpadisu hallelujah so verse 25 see this under the old covenant under the old covenant he has given such a provision how much more under the new covenant we are a better covenant okay let's look at this he says i even i am he that blotted out thy transgressions for whose sake for his own sake because he doesn't want anything to hinder our fellowship with him first of all he loves us too much he enjoys us too much okay blot out then remove blot out our transgressions for mine own sake and will not remember thy sins he will not remember once you confess he will not remember as far as the east is from the west he removes our transgressions he will not remember verse 26 here says put me in remembrance let us plead together declare thou that thou mayest be justified we usually use this verse for intercession we take the promises of god we bring the promises of god to his remembrance we plead the case whoever we are praying for interceding for amen and we get our answers but here specifically it's actually a court case term it's a court father's the righteous judge jesus our advocate is a court put me in remembrance that means recount and he's specifically talking about sins the previous verse you know talking about sins bring it put me in remembrance that means recount ponder about it let us plead together that means you jesus and the father holy ghost you plead together you looking at the situation that just happened and you are decreeing judgment on that you are saying what i thought was wrong or what i said was wrong or what i should have done and i didn't do that was wrong what i did was wrong you are declaring and decreeing a judgment together together with the father that is judging ourselves that's examining ourselves together with him and we are declaring that so that we may be justified just as if you did nothing wrong hallelujah once you judge that and then you declare it you know what it's like profit and loss account you have no loss the tally is you have a clean slate you are declared not guilty because you declared yourself that was wrong you judged it and then the blood of the lamb avails for us his mercy is there for us and now you've come to the other side you are declared clean justified just as if you did nothing wrong and our sins he will not remember praise god hallelujah let's look at that in the new covenant we need another verse right let's go to hebrews 10 16 onwards hebrews chapter 10 16 onwards this is the covenant that i will make with them after those days 
saith the Lord, I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds will I write them, and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Can we hear that in Canada, please? ಮುಂದಿನ ಕಾಲದಲ್ಲಿ ನಾನು ಜನರ ನಾನು ನನ್ನ ಜನರೊಂದಿಗೆ ಮಾಡಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವ ಒಡಂಬಡಿಕೆಯು ಹೀಗಿದೆ ಎಂದು ಪ್ರಭುವು ಹೇಳುತ್ತಾನೆ ನಾನು ನನ್ನ ಆಜ್ಞೆಗಳನ್ನು ಅವರ ಹೃದಯದಲ್ಲಿ ಇಡುವೆನು ಅವರ ಮನಸ್ಸಿನ ಮೇಲೆ ಬರುವ ಬರೆಯುವೆನು ನಂತರ ಆತನು ಹೇಳುವುದೇನೆಂದರೆ ನಾನು ಅವರ ಪಾಪಗಳನ್ನು ಮತ್ತು ಅವರ ಕೆಟ್ಟ ಕಾರ್ಯಗಳನ್ನು ಕ್ಷಮಿಸುತ್ತೇನೆ ಅವುಗಳನ್ನು ಮತ್ತೆಂದಿಗೂ ನೆನಪು ಮಾಡಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವುದಿಲ್ಲ new new spirit born from above and he has put his law in our born again spirit in our hearts and our mind so remember that in 1st john 3 we have studied this if our heart condemn us god is greater than our heart and knows all things god is not condemning us it is our heart that will tell us our born again spirit will alert our soul and say you missed it man what you did was wrong okay because now he's placed that in our spirit in our hearts hallelujah so it's a heart and when you confess god is greater than our hearts and he knows all things and he's merciful hallelujah so verse 19 that's why we can come to his throne of grace with full assurance right verse 19 says having therefore brethren boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of jesus verse 21 and having an high priest over the house of god let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water can we read verse 19 21 and 22 please ಪ್ರವೇಶಿಸಲು ಸಂಪೂರ್ಣವಾಗಿ ಸ್ವಾತಂತ್ರ್ಯರಾಗಿದ್ದೇವೆ ಯೇಸು ನಮಗಾಗಿ ತೆರೆದಿರುವ ಹೊಸ ಮಾರ್ಗದ ಮೂಲಕ ನಾವು ಭಯವಿಲ್ಲದೆ ಪ್ರವೇಶಿಸಬಹುದು ಅದು ಜೀವವುಳ್ಳ ಮಾರ್ಗ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನ ದೇಹವೆಂಬ ತೆರೆಯುವ ಮೂಲಕ ಈ ಹೊಸ ಮಾರ್ಗವನ್ನು ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಮುಂದಕ್ಕೆ ಕೊಂಡೊಯ್ಯುತ್ತದೆ ದೇವರ ಮನೆಯನ್ನು ಆಳಲು ನಮಗೊಬ್ಬ ನಮಗೊಬ್ಬ ಶ್ರೇಷ್ಠ ಯಾಜಕನಿರುವನು ನಾವು ತೊಳೆಯಲ್ಪಟ್ಟವರಾಗಿದ್ದೇವೆ ಕೆಟ್ಟ ಮನಸ್ಸಾಶ್ರಯ ಇಲ್ಲದವರಾಗಿದ್ದೇವೆ ನಮ್ಮ ದೇಹಗಳನ್ನು ಶುದ್ಧವಾದ ನೀರಿನಿಂದ ತೊಳೆಯುವುದಕ್ಕಾಗಿ ಆದುದರಿಂದ ಪೂರ್ಣ ನಂಬಿಕೆಯಿಂದಲೂ ಶುದ್ಧವಾದ ಹೃದಯದಿಂದಲೂ ದೇವರ ಬಳಿಗೆ ಬರೋಣ ಹಾಲೆಲೂಯಾ ಸೊ ದ ಲಾ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಪುಟ್ ಇನ್ ಅವರ್ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಅವರ್ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಟ್ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ದಟ್ ಟೆಲ್ಸ್ ಅಸ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಮಿಸ್ಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಓಕೆ ನೌ ವಾಟ್ ಡು ವಿ ಡೂ ವಿ ಗೋ ಟು ಅವರ್ ಹೈ ಪ್ರೀಸ್ಟ್ ಹೌ ವಿತ್ ಬೋಲ್ನೆಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಬೋಲ್ನೆಸ್ ವಿ ಗೋ ಟು ದ ಹೋಲಿಯಸ್ಟ್ ಬೈ ದ ಬ್ಲಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಜೀಸಸ್ having an high priest over the house of god jesus a merciful high priest 22 says let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith you need to have full assurance the blood of jesus full assurance of faith that he is our high priest he is our passover lamb having our hearts sprinkled remember how many of you all remember this uh, pastor you know shared this last year 2020 the great mercies of god when we are born again we are spirit is brand new we are washed in the blood of jesus okay but when we walk on this earth daily we need the sprinkling of the blood for our daily walk hallelujah so it's our daily walk is talking about here right now because our spirit is settled we are washed in the blood 
It's our evil conscience that he's talking about. Hallelujah. Sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. That is the word of God. Hallelujah. So our evil conscience is sprinkled with the blood of Jesus and our bodies representing our walk of faith, our actions by the word of God. That's why Proverbs 16, 6 says, by mercy and truth, iniquity is purged. Mercy is the blood, truth is the word. My word is truth. Sanctify them by thy word. Thy word is truth. So we take the blood of Jesus to cleanse our conscience and we take the word of God to help us not to commit those same thing again. You need both, the blood of Jesus and the word of God. Hallelujah, praise God. So we are sprinkled from an evil conscience, the blood of the lamb, and our bodies washed with pure water. That is how we walk victoriously. That's how we walk a life without sin. But as long as we, you know, we are here on this earth, every day we need this. We are thinking, oh, it's just blatant sin. But remember how we started. When we are not doing what we are created for, we are actually missing the mark. Sin is also missing the mark, missing the target. Hallelujah. So we need the blood. We need the word. The word says, okay, I've been created. I'm a new creation. You have created me for your purpose. I am your workmanship in Christ Jesus. You have created me for your good work. Those, that's you're taking the word, you're taking the blood, you're taking his mercy, you're taking his word, you're taking the efficient prayers, the epistle prayers, and with the word and the blood, with the spirit of God, you're walking step by step. Forget the past. Pastor says, don't worry about tomorrow. Today, today we will walk. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we need his blood, we need his word. Praise God. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 11. Let's go to 31. 1 Corinthians 11. 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 31, 32. Here it says, For if we would judge ourselves, see again, we are to judge the situation. We should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Can we read that, please? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So here we see, we have to examine ourselves every day. Praise God, so that we should not be judged. Verse 32, but when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord. We saw on Wednesday, that is like training, child training. Hallelujah. Training, so that what? The Lord is training us so that we should not be condemned with the world. Does not mean we are losing our salvation. No. What it means is, verse 30, for this cause, many are weak and sickly among you and many sleep. That means if you don't judge yourself, you are allowing legally, it's a judgment, right? It's court legally for the law of sin and death to operate on your mortal flesh. For this cause, many are weak and sickly and many sleep. That's talking about physical death. But when we judge ourselves, okay, we will not 
be judged god is not putting the sickness god is not putting sickness he is not into killing stealing or destroying the devil's department but if we don't judge ourselves we are not asking for his mercy we are not wanting the sprinkling of the blood when we are saying no to mercy we are stepping into the judgment that of the flesh okay we are saying no to mercy we are coming to the judgment of the flesh hallelujah so many are weak sickly among you many sleep for if we would judge ourselves we would not be judged but when we are judged that means okay you don't judge yourself you don't want mercy you want to go on practicing sin okay that's what you want okay your body will be given to satan for the destruction of your flesh that your spirit will be alive in the day of the lord hallelujah but what happens usually when they are in such a condition they say lord forgive me they are getting the experience hallelujah but our spirit will be alive in the day of the lord praise god so why wait why wait for that apply 1 john 1:9 right we have a merciful high priest we have such a provision that he has given us he knows so well that we are made out of dust you know we are the flowers and grass he knows we are made out of dust we he knows that we are on this earth he knows that every day we may think only sin as in big sin but we don't even realize it you know it didn't even occur to us oh you mean if i'm not walking the way he's called me to walk i'm missing my target and that is actually a sin or hindrance it's not even there on the radar hallelujah everything looks fine i got my promises i you know i won my situation i got my job i won my court case i am blessed that does not mean that you're walking running your race hebrews 11 we saw they all obtained their good report they all obtained their good report but chapter 12 they're encouraging us look at jesus lay aside every weight and sin that easily it easily besets us laid aside run this race that set before you he is you know he god is preparing us for eternity he wants us to stand before him with boldness without shame without guilt without condemnation hallelujah and receive our rewards he's training us for that that is the training he's doing hallelujah praise god thank you jesus let's look at first timothy 5 1 Timothy 5:19 All right 1 Timothy 5:19 against an elder so this is a ministry person okay not just a regular church goer this is an elder ministry person against an elder receive not an accusation but before two or three witnesses them that sin rebuke before all that others also may fear can we read that please sabaya hiriyarannu kuriyito yavannadaru dooru helidare ibbru athwa moor sakshigalige horuto athana maatugalige kivigodabeda paapa maaduva janarannu sabayalli ellara eduri edurinalliyo gadarisu aga itharrige echchrike needade needadantaguvudu hallelujah so these are church folk elders ministry people 
Okay? And let's go down to verse 24 and 25. Some men's sins are open beforehand, going before to judgment, and some men they follow after. Likewise also, the good works, some are manifest beforehand, and they that are otherwise cannot be hid. Can you read that also, please? ಕೆಲವು ಜನರ ಪಾಪಗಳು ಎದ್ದು ಕಾಣುತ್ತವೆ ಅವರಿಗೆ ನ್ಯಾಯ ತೀರ್ಪಾಗುವುದೆಂಬುದನ್ನು ಅವರ ಪಾಪಗಳೇ ತೋರ್ಪಡಿಸುತ್ತವೆ ಆದರೆ ಇತರ ಕೆಲವು ಕೆಲವು ಜನರು ಪಾಪಗಳು ಸ್ವಲ್ಪ ಕಾಲ ನಂತರ ತಿಳಿದು ಬರುತ್ತವೆ ಹಾಗೆಯೇ ಕೆಲವರ ಒಳ್ಳೆಯ ಕಾರ್ಯಗಳನ್ನು ಪ್ರಸಿದ್ಧವಾಗಿವೆ ಇನ್ನೂ ಕೆಲವರು ಒಳ್ಳೆಯ ಕಾರ್ಯಗಳನ್ನು ಪ್ರಸಿದ್ಧವಾಗಿದಿಂದಲೂ ಅವು ಮರೆಯಾಗಿರುವುದು ಸಾಧ್ಯವಿಲ್ಲ ministry folk right it didn't say they lost their salvation what does it say verse 24 some men's sin are open beforehand going before to judgment okay and some men follow after at the judgment seat of christ that means unconfessed sin will follow them because we saw in hebrews we saw in isaiah we saw once he forgives he doesn't remember once he forgives he forgets your sins and your iniquities will i remember no more so why is some men's sin are here judged dealt with but some men's sin follow after i believe they did not want to apply 1 john 1:9 so it is there affecting them at the judgment seat of christ he doesn't want us our rewards to be affected he wants to reward us big time big time once you confess and then you go there and tell him jesus but i did that he'll be like what i don't know what you're talking about but here it clearly says they did not lose their salvation it followed after them if a preacher does not repent like the story we heard last week if he does not repent Yes, he will not miss the rapture, but it will be there. He has to face that consequence, which is not burning in hell, but his works will be burnt up. Wood, hay, stubble, it will be burnt up. He is the righteous judge. Whatever he wants to do, you know, praise God. And verse 25, but know that he is not going to be going to hell. and verse 25 likewise also the good works of some are manifest beforehand so some people's good works we see we declare we testify we rejoice but the second part and they that are otherwise cannot be hid remember jesus said when you give don't let your right hand knows what your left hand is giving or don't let your left hand know what your right hand is giving so those are given in secret right not everybody on earth is going to see that they won't know who did what who gave what but that will be manifest there eternity hallelujah so it clearly talks about church elders they are not going to hell but their sin some of them is dealt with here and some which are not dealt with here they have not confessed is going to follow after praise god hallelujah thank you jesus so we are all in it together right it's not you know always remember it's not the preachers just preaching at the church you know it's for all of us 1 john 2:28 
And now, little children, abide in him that when he shall appear, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. Shall we read that? Howdo nana priya makkale, athanaliye nilagondirona, nau hige madidare, Kristano marali barova dinadendi, nau bayapada bekagila, adigi kolova bekagila, agathe virodilla, nachike padua agathe virodilla. That means there could be shame. at his coming he want he wants us to have confidence and not be ashamed that's why we need to approach his throne with full heart of confidence assurance that we have a high priest that we can go and tell him lord i messed up i didn't obey you i you know i did something whatever it is between you and god he wants he cleanses you with the sprinkling of the blood you take the word the sin is purged you depart from that Amen. So we won't be ashamed at his coming. We'll have boldness. He wants us to be bold. He wants us to be confident. He wants us to be rejoicing. Praise God at his coming. First John 4:17. We have seen this verse again. See all these verses we have gone through all this in this church. But it's just like I said revision before the year ends. Okay? new year don't start with saying that you know oh new year i'll have a new year resolution don't even bother about that today today live for him because all these things we can't work from outside in it has to be by the blood by his grace by his mercy by his word and spirit it has to be inside out by the spirit of faith spirit of grace hallelujah then things will start changing first john 4:17 here in is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is so are we in this world can you read that please hege preetiyu nammalli paripurnavagidrinda devaru namage teerpu needuva dinadinda naavu nirbhayavagiruteve ee lokadalli naavu aathananteye kristanu athava devaru iruvudrinda naavu dhairyadindiruteve last month's fasting and prayer we went through this verse I mean just as he is right now he seated on the throne hallelujah glorified he seated on the throne our spirit born again spirit is just like that jesus in our body okay we are flesh nature here but the, and we don't owe our flesh anything because jesus came in the flesh and paid the price but in our spirit we are just like him right now hallelujah praise god So here in our love made perfect perfect love cast off all fear so we don't have to be afraid of anything we can have boldness in the day of judgment amen that means every day we check our lives we tally it we talk to him about it amen and settle the matter we'll be bold in the day of judgment praise god hallelujah like i said it's not just for the church it's for everybody it's for the preacher sometimes preachers take it for granted they just preach a, in a good word and then they think they can live any way they want if they don't repent those sins will follow in judgment we don't have to think like why are they living like this living like that double standard don't worry he is the lord leave that with him that department hallelujah praise god see paul says you know in first corinthians 
you know, 9.27, I believe, yeah. He says, if I have preached to you and if I don't walk with it, if I don't buffet my own body, I shall be a castaway. Amen? That's a race that we are running. We'll look at one last thing. This is specifically for preachers, okay? And all of us are called in the ministry of reconciliation. We are all here representing him. Not everybody is the fivefold ministry office, but each one has a ministry. Remember that. Matthew 11. I'll just read it real quick because time is ticking. I did not think I'll take so much time. Just word, word, word. Are you all okay? No drama. Just word, 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 word. Okay, so maybe boring to some, but let the Holy Ghost and the Word help us. Amen? Matthew 11, 2 to 6. Where are we? Matthew, 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 Matthew 11. All right. This is talking about John the Baptist. Now, when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which you do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, lame walk, lepers cleanse, deaf hear, dead raised up, poor have the gospel preached to them, and blessed is he whoever, whosoever shall not be offended in me. Can we just read um, verse 3 and then verse 6? ಯೋಹಾನನ ಶಿಷ್ಯರು ಯೇಸುವಿಗೆ ಯೋಹಾನನನ್ನು ಹೇಳಿದಂತೆ ಬರಬೇಕಾಗಿದ್ದನ್ನು ನೀನು ಅಥವಾ ಬೇರೊಬ್ಬನಾಗಿದ್ದನು ನಾವು ಎದುರು ನೋಡಬೇಕೋ ಎಂದು ಕೇಳಿದರು ನನ್ನನ್ನು ಸ್ವೀಕರಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವವನು ಧನ್ಯನಾಗಿದ್ದಾನೆ ಎಂದು ಉತ್ತರ ಕೊಟ್ಟನು And then the statement in verse 6, it says, Blessed is he who is not offended in me. Jesus does not randomly make a statement just to fill in the verse. That means John was offended. John was offended, okay? Let's quickly go to John 1.15. John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This was he whom I spake, he that cometh after me is preferred before me for he was before me can you read that please yohananu atana bage janarige tilisutta nana nantara baruva obbanu nanagintalo shreshtanagiddane athanu nanaginta modale jeevisuttanagiddane endu nanu helidaga eethana bage maatadutidde endu gattiyagi koogi helidanu so you see john is a witness that jesus is the lamb of god hallelujah But Matthew, you saw his doubting. Are you the one or is there somebody else coming? He doubted there, right? So you can see the reason here. Let's go to verse 35 onwards. And again the next day, after John stood and two of his disciples, and looking upon Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Can you read that please? ಮರುದಿನ ಯೋಹಾನನನ್ನು ತನ್ನ ಇಬ್ಬರು ಶಿಷ್ಯರೊಂದಿಗೆ ಇದ್ದಾಗ ಸಮೀಪದಲ್ಲಿ ನಡೆದು ಹೋಗುತ್ತಿದ್ದ ಯೇಸುವನ್ನು ಕಂಡು ಈಗೋ ಯಜ್ಞದ ದೇವರು ನೇಮಿಸಿದ ಕುರಿಮರಿ ಎಂದು ಹೇಳಿದನು ಯೋಹಾನನು ಆ ಮಾತನ್ನು ಕೇಳಿದ ಈ ಇಬ್ಬರು ಶಿಷ್ಯರು ಯೇಸುವಿನ ಹಿಂಬಾಲಿಸಿದರು ಸಿ ಹಿ ಸೇಡ್ ಓಕೆ ಜೀಸಸ್ 
but it does not say that John the Baptist himself followed Jesus. So if we preach a wonderful sermon, if we ourselves don't follow Jesus, the written word, living word, outcome, offense. Outcome, life, beheaded. So we have to be careful. We ourselves could be cast away if we don't follow Jesus. Verse 40 is written here clearly. One of the two, see the two disciples that heard John speak, they followed Jesus, not John the Baptist. One of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. So again, the verse is being very clear. Who followed Jesus? They heard John the Baptist speak and they followed Jesus. But John the Baptist, he himself did not follow Jesus. Result was doubt. Are you the one? Or is there someone else coming? Result was offense. He was offended. So it's very careful. You know, you may be in a ministry capacity. Follow the word. If Jesus says something, follow closely for yourself. Don't just think just because I operate in spiritual gifts, I've arrived, I don't need. No, danger, dangerous ground. He wants us to be bold. He wants us not to be ashamed. He wants us to be confident. Amen. In Luke 7, the previous week, we saw the lady who you know, poured the ointment on Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair and tears. He, she loved much. She was forgiven much. He wants that affection. Amen. When we stand in his mercy without any guilt, condemnation, the condemnation is not from him. It's our spirit man telling us we have missed it. But when we go to the sprinkling of the blood, get his word, following him, we will see his kindness, his goodness, how good he is. And that affects our affection towards him. And he loves it. He enjoys it. Amen. Praise God. So remember, we are saved. We are delivered. Amen. So preachers, you also have to repent. If you don't repent, it can show up there. But we are not missing salvation. Hallelujah. It will only be to the person who fulfills Hebrews 6 category. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's take communion. Time's up. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 11. It was like bullets coming to... Did you all get the word? Take the word, run with it. Amen? He wants to prepare us, right? He's coming soon. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Corinthians 11. I'm going to read quite a bit, okay? Verse 23 onwards. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat this, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup, when he had supped, saying, This cup is the new testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. 
Hallelujah. So he wants us to drink it. He wants us to eat it and remember what he has done. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily, that means without reverence of what he has done, shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Hallelujah. Praise God. Do you want the Kannada translation for that? Are you okay? You alright? Okay. Father God, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we judge, we examine ourselves, Lord. Father, we love you. Jesus, you are our merciful high priest. We worship you. You paid the price for us, Lord. Thank you so much. We remember that your body was broken for us for our physical sustenance, for our healing and divine health. Your blood was shed for us, for the remission of our sins, Lord. Thank and praise you, Jesus. Forgive us, Father, for every wrong thought, every wrong word, every wrong action. Forgive us, Father. If we have missed it in any area, Lord, if we have disobeyed you, Lord, if we have run in vain, if we have done things that we are not supposed to do, or we have not done things that we were supposed to. Mercy on us all, Father. Thank you for the sprinkling of the blood of the Lamb. Thank you for your word that has come to us, Lord. Thank you for helping us to walk and run this race set before us, Lord. We lay aside every weight and sin which easily beset us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping us, showing us, teaching us, enabling us, perfecting us, equipping us to run, Lord. Thank you so much. We worship you. We look unto you, Jesus. You are the author and finisher of our faith. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Still waiting there, okay? Everyone has it? Thank you, Jesus. We remember, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. When we take communion properly according to the word, we feel so good. Our conscience are clear. Brand new slate. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. He's so, so, so good. Hallelujah. Let's get ready to receive the tithes, offerings. As we are preparing ourselves to do that, I would just like to read a few verses real quick. One is 2 Corinthians 9, verse 7. 2 Corinthians 9, verse 7. It says here, Every man according as he purposed in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly, or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. We have seen this verse in this church, right? Yeah. 
I also want us to go to Matthew 5, verse 40 to 42. Matthew 5, verse 40 to 42. And if any man will sue at the law and take away your coat, let him also have your cloak also. And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him two miles. Give to him that asked thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, turn thou not away. Turn not thou away. Hallelujah. So we have these two verses here. One says, whatever you purpose in your heart, give cheerfully. Another one, Matthew, talks about sacrifice. If someone wants one of your coat, give them two. If someone wants you to take them a mile, go two miles. Basically, if someone wants money from you, give. Right? You notice in this sacrifice, we won't be cheerful. It's a sacrifice. Someone comes and says, hey, give me your coat, man. Okay, I have to give two. Give me a ride. You have to two, two miles. It is a sacrifice. It's not cheerfully done. Okay? So you see these two verses, right? But maturity comes when you can obey him in the sacrifice, when he touches your heart to do something, and turn your senses and make it cheerful. That's maturity. Remember the rich young ruler? Jesus specifically told him to sell everything, give to the poor. And the rich young ruler was sad because he had great possessions, or rather the great possessions had him. He was sad. So I'm not saying go sell and give everything. If the Lord puts something in your heart specifically, we can change our sad face to cheerfulness. Hebrews 5.14 says, Strong meat belongs to those who are mature, who are strong. We've seen all that, right? Who have senses exercise. So you can exercise your senses to godly emotions. If God specifically puts something in your heart to do, If it's called for a sacrifice, instead of saying, well, I'm not cheerful about it, so I won't do it. That's the usual reaction of the church. God puts something in your heart, they just conclude, okay, I have to be a cheerful giver. I am not cheerful about this, so I am not doing it. But what Jesus is saying, if he puts something in your heart to do, first of all, it could be a test whether it's your idol or not. Or whether that possession is having you or not. Hallelujah. Now, instead of saying, I'm not cheerful, so I'm not doing it. You can change that. Exercise your senses. Become sensitized. Okay. Exercise your senses to cheerfulness. Yeah, remember that. Sensitize. Anytime God tells you something, remember. Sensitize. <laughs> Alright. To cheer mode. Alright. Praise God. So let him give. Let us give to him. Hallelujah, Jesus. We give to you cheerfully. And whatever you require us to do, help us to be faithful, Lord. Thank you so much. And cheerfully we do it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah.